Mom, do it in a minute. Mom, said I'll take the garbage out in a minute. Living in your parents' basement? Or divorced and paid in child support for four kids, three of which aren't even yours. But you thought you'd be progressive and adopt them. And now your ex is making you pay because she already took everything, including your soul. Always wanted your own podcast? Well, I've got some news for you, pal. Download the Anchor.fm app. It's free and easy to use. A couple of touches of buttons, and it pretty much does all the work for you. With it uploading to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other listening platforms, your ex Karen is going to find your podcast about how much of a bee she really is in no time. And when she gets mad and wants to speak to the manager, you know that manager is you. And that's one thing she can never take away from you. Anchor.fm, why not give it a try? You can make money off of it. And by the way, Check out the B&B Sports Show podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Ben and Brad Show. I'm your host, Ben, and with me is my co-host, Brian. Brian. And this episode, we're bringing to you our early projections of fantasy positions. Starting with the top tens of quarterbacks. <laughs> God damn it. <clears throat> Are we do it over? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Oh, I'm not even going to stop recording. I'll just edit that out. All right. <clears throat> and we're. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> You're going to have to do a lot in post. And on this episode, we're going to do our super early projections of fantasy rankings. Starting with the quarterbacks, top 10. We're going to go through each position, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, and our top 10 defenses. So to kick it off, we will go to... Brian, and we'll go back and forth with the top 10, starting with 10 and a countdown of our top 10 quarterbacks. All right, Brian, you go ahead and take it away for your top, your 10th place. All right. My top 10 pick for the quarterbacks for the year of 2020, I'm going to have to say Carson Wentz. I think he's going to have a better season this year. He can stay healthy. He's still a top 10 quarterback. So that's what I'm going to pick. All right, we're going to go with my 10th place, Drew Locke. The reason why I selected Drew Locke to make his leap into the top 10 for the fact that they've got themselves quite the trio of receivers. They have Cortland Sutton, I think, is going to have a breakout season. I mean, he kind of already had a breakout season last season, but I think he's going to take a bigger leap this year. Uh, Also, Jerry Judy and then KJ Hamler are extra additions, rookie additions that will probably excel. And they also have the fact that they have Noah Fant, who I think will jump this year too and become a top tight end. Okay, number nine, I got, <clears throat> I'm taking Aaron Rodgers for the number nine spot. I think uh, 
them drafting uh, that quarterback in this year's draft, it's going to put a fire underneath Aaron Rodgers to really try to perform well this season. Um, it's not really doesn't really have many weapons, so it's going to be a little difficult for him. But I think that he could probably be a top ten, top nine quarterback in this year's and uh, fantasy. <clears throat> All right, <clears throat> ninth place for me, Jimmy Garoppolo. And I know a lot of you guys are thinking, oh, Jimmy G is not going to be a top 10 fantasy quarterback this year. Well, let me tell you something. You're going to be wrong. I'm saying he's making the leap into the top 10 this year finally because of the fact that Debo Samuel at the second half of last season started breaking out. He's a yards after catch machine. <clears throat> also, the fact that we got Kendrick Bourne, who was pretty a steady receiver last year, I think that he makes more of a jump as well. But uh, with oh, Samuel going down with an injury to, um, Tuesday or whatever with a broken foot, how much is that going to damper the season? It could damper his season pretty well. He says 10 weeks. Other people are saying 13, which will give him in the middle of the season – well, not the middle of the season, uh, third <clears throat> third week of the season possibly. But according to the Debo's timetable, he'll be ready by week one. And then also the fact that Jalen Hurd is coming back. He's a big body guy. He's uh, was a great red zone threat during the preseason, but went down with a back injury. It's going to be back 100%. Not sure, but he could also provide blocking for my man, George Kittle, who's going to excel this year as a tight end, for sure. I mean, he's already excelled, but we'll just say excel more of the pass catching this year compared to last season. He did more of the balanced work last season. Uh, I think he's going to get more catches this season. And also our rookie, Brandon Ayuk, who come into the right system at the right time for our trip back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh I mean, if not, we're going to win the division anyways. But, yeah, Brandon, I coming in, it's going to be a yards have to catch machine too. That seems to be the way Shanny's rolling. Plus, Shanahan uh, signed an, uh, an extension all the way to 2025 or 2026 or whatever. So you got your, court, your coach for the long term at least. So that's a good thing. Back to you, Ben. Oh, you're on number eight. I'm done. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I'm on number – yeah, I am on number eight. Sorry. Uh, so, for number eight, I have Matt Ryan. And uh, I think with them getting Todd Gurley and doing quite a few good picks in this year's draft, um, plus you have Julio Jones, possibly one of the best quarter uh, wide receivers in the league. Um, you lost Hooper, so that's a kind of a disadvantage for your tight end scenario, but – I think Matt Ryan can prove himself to be at least a top 10 quarterback again this season. He kind of struggled last year, but he came out uh, towards the end of last season and he was, you know, showing how good he was. So I uh, can't count him out. Not yet anyway. Yeah. I'm not going to make that same mistake where I projected him number, number one. one. Uh, you know, I don't even have him in my top 10 to be honest. And Really, I think there's a lot of top talent in the quarterback situation. And I just think of different reasons why some get edged out more than others. 
because obviously you have to go with off-season moves, additions, subtractions. Uh, does it benefit you with these additions and subtractions? Does it benefit you enough to become better? <clears throat> Which brings me to number eight, Aaron Rodgers. I have Aaron Rodgers at number eight. I don't have him any higher or lower. Um, for the simple fact, it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is good. He's always consistently up there within the top 10, at least, for fantasy. Um, the reason why I don't have him any higher is because they did not address any help for the wide receiver position outside of Devonta Adams. And the fact that they drafted Jordan Love is that a hindrance is there a problem in Old Green Bay between A-Raj and Matt Lefer? I honestly don't think so. I think it's just more they're trying to protect their future, you know, because, you know, Aaron Rodgers can only be on top for so many years. So, like, you have – I mean, look at Brett Favre, you know, when they brought Aaron Rodgers in, like, he had the same type of scenario where he was on top for so long and he can't stay up there forever. So, you have to – at least bring a guy in, let him learn the system, learn behind Aaron Rodgers. Um, unfortunately, Aaron Rodgers really isn't that type of quarterback that wants to teach these young players, uh, doesn't want to mold them, because that's just his that's his replacement. So why would he want to do that? That's the same kind of attitude he has. Uh, he pretty much has the same attitude like Brett Favre did with him. Like, he didn't want nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they were cordial on the, on the field, but uh, Brett Favre did not want to teach him a damn thing. So um, I think it's going to cause a little bit of friction between the two. And eventually, probably in two or three years, Jordan Love will get the start and Aaron Rodgers will probably play for another team. He'll probably be another Brett Favre scenario. Yeah. See, I, I mean, <clears throat> the, the fire, I think, or the thing that is, even if there is or isn't like a, a feud with him before, because – Aaron Rodgers probably doesn't think he's nowhere near done. And it's definitely going to light a fire in his ass. And I think that the fire in his ass is going to keep him in top 10, but the fact that he doesn't even have any wide receiver help is going to limit that fire. And that does hurt him. Well, I agree. Um, so for number seven, they had uh, Josh Allen as their number seven, but I dropped him completely out of the top ten. His his accuracy is horrible. Um, his interception ratio is terrible. Like he's a he's basically a glorified running back as a quarterback. You know, you you make Josh Allen play quarterback, and he'll lose it for you every time. So I took him out of the top ten on their list, and I put Drew Brees at number seven. And Drew Brees, after all the bull crap that, that happened in this offseason for him, you know, basically standing up for his beliefs, <laughs> like that that may come play a factor in this season. Like, will his teammates want to play for him? Will they block for him? Will they catch the ball from him? Uh, that's to be seen. But um, Yeah, think, but they've already came out and they said that they accepted his apology. Well, He's at a, he had to apologize four times for one comment. So, I mean, some of them may have accepted it, and some of them still say, you know, like maybe they say they accepted it, but deep down they're still bitter about it. So who knows? But I still say, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's a team sport, and everybody, 
everybody's goal at the end of the season is to hold up that uh, uh, Lombardi trophy. So I think they're going to get on board and they're going to try to help him win at all costs. So this will probably be Drew Brees' last season as a quarterback, to be honest with you. But um, I just – it's hard to see him come back after this season, especially after how scrutinized he was. So hopefully there is a season. Let's just put it that way first. So, yeah, I got him as number seven. So who's your number seven, Ben? My fucking stupid phone. I fuck this stupid phone. It's being a piece of shit. It really pissed me off. <clears throat> number seven, I agreed with your list that you had that you said that you disagreed with. I have Josh Allen, number seven. The reason why I have Josh Allen, number seven, he was, but he got fifth place last season. He was like fifth ranked quarterback. It's because he ran a lot. He got a lot of rushing touchdowns. Rushing touchdowns equals six points versus passing touchdowns, which is four. That's why I put him up there in the fifth place when he finished the season. But the reason why I have it down is because the fact they have an addition of wide receiver in Stephon Diggs, who is going to help his pass catching <clears throat> or his pass accuracy. And he's going to get more passing touchdowns, but less rushing touchdowns. Therefore, it drops in points because he's getting two less per touchdown, passing touchdown versus rushing touchdowns. So I'm going to put him at number seven. Yeah, but the thing I think about it is he doesn't have very – he ain't accurate, accurate at all when it comes to his passing. So either he'll be underthrowing uh, Diggs or he'll be overthrowing Diggs, and then Diggs will be crying midseason that he's not getting the ball, and then – He'll demand his release or some bull crap, you know, because he's a drama queen. So I just don't look – I don't see it happening. I think he's going to fall off, and I think either the Patriots or the Dolphins are going to win the division this year just because the Bills, they always – whenever they get up there in expectation, they always seem to the, – the wheels fall off midway through the season. It happens. Yeah, I agree. I'm not saying that the Bills are going to win the division like on our – Vegas odds, we and our predictions, we both agreed and said the Patriots are winning the division, but I, we do both have Bill second. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so that's so you pick for seven. So um, for my number six, I got um, Deshaun Watson. Um, he performed pretty well last year. Um, got shit stumped in the playoffs. Well, oh, that's a big ass spot to put on who they just got rid of. Yeah, he's got nobody. Yeah, I know, but the well, I ain't gonna put Tom Brady up there because he's old as hell. I have Sean Watson out of top ten. As horrible as that sounds, he is a good quarterback. I'm not gonna say that he's not. Like I said, the additions have a big role, and the subtractions have a big role. And the big role that got subtracted out of Houston is DeAndre Hopkins. Granted, they did pick up Brandon Cooks, but it's still not DeAndre Hopkins. And they got uh, David Johnson, too, running back. Um, I just think that, you know, Deshaun Watson, he can make a lot of things happen. Um, You know, there was a couple plays where I watched where he was, like, juking people out, you know, for – a good 30, 40 seconds running around inside the pocket and stuff and then hitting open receivers down the field. 
Still has uh, Kenny Stills. Um, Fuller, if he's healthy, he's pretty decent. I think they picked up a few wide receivers in the draft too, so I'm not 100% on that. But uh, I think he can still perform well. I don't think it's all about, you know, just one receiver because they weren't just one receiver away from being a, a Super Bowl contender. Um, they got a good offensive line still. And uh, their defense, I mean, it's getting more dwindled down. J.J. Watt's getting older. So uh, that's going to be a struggle this year. So, but I, I still I still say he's at least a top six quarterback. All right. My sixth quarterback is Lamar Jackson. And that is against probably all the analysts that are in – professionally talking about it uh a lot of other people are probably going to think it's a head scratcher i don't think it's a head scratcher i think the fact that they're gonna you know they're gonna zone again they're gonna <coughs> anyway, i'm stumbling across my word they're gonna scheme against him so he isn't gonna be able to uh run nearly as much as he did that run pass option is not gonna be as legit as it was last season He's not getting that record-setting rushing yards total again. Um, they do have decent receivers, but I just got him six. I don't see him being number one. Sounds good. Um, so for my number five, I'm going to go – this is a little outside of the box. You're going to be like, what, for real? Um I'm going to go with Phillip Rivers because he's playing. No, for I'm not saying – no. I was almost going to have Phillip Rivers in my top ten, and I'm not going to say that that's a odd leap. He made a good move, get switched yeah. to Indianapolis. So Perfect timing, too. You know, they they uh, improved their offensive line. They got really good receivers. T.Y. Hilton is still always performing well for them. So their defense has definitely stepped up. I mean, they got one of your – Good time defensive players uh, from the 49ers now. Epo. And, yep, so I think that they're going to be decent this season. I think they're going to win the division, to be honest with you. And uh, Phillip Rivers finally has the weapons. I mean, he it's not like he didn't have weapons in, in San Diego or uh, Los Angeles or whatever the hell they're called now. Um, it's just like – He's got an O-line now. He has everything now. It's like a full team. Compared to just like, okay, yeah, he had a good receiving core, but no offensive line help, or a good defense, but you know, no good secondary or whatever. It just he never had the full, full book of players on on his team. So that's why I'm saying he's going to be a top five uh, quarterback this season. Plus, also to mention the fact that they're going to have more of their home fans in their own home games rather than the away teams. Well, he's going to be – it's going to be a shell shock for him because he's never been in a stadium where his fans are rooting for him and they they outnumber the, you know, the opposing team's fans. I made a lot of switches with mine, and I was contemplating having Rivers in there quite a bit, and – I just ended up not putting him up there in the top ten, but he's definitely an honorable mention. And I would not be surprised if he isn't in the top ten. So I'm not going to say that's too much of a reach for you, although I don't have him there, but I think he could be. 
And so I'm going to move on to my fifth quarterback, and you're going to be a little upset with it, uh, Tom Brady. reason why I have Tom Brady is the fact that he's got Chris Godwin, excellently seasoned last season. Mike Evans, always consistently a great receiver. They better plan on being five-yard fucking slant slot receivers the whole time. They got Gronk back. Uh, I don't think Gronk doesn't necessarily have to be what he used to be. I mean, he's still got Godwin and Evans, obviously. Um, they get a good run game going, <laughs> you know, good pass catching. I think it will put them up in the top ten, and I have them fifth place uh, with a Bruce Arians-led offense. I think anybody can succeed in that. Um he revitalized Carson Palmer's career. You know, it's not much of a stretch to uh, – it's not even really revitalizing Brady's career. Obviously, he's fucked six-time Super Bowl champ. So. All right. You say so. You're going to be sadly disappointed, though. I guarantee you that at the end of the season. Um, so You're going to number- biting your tongue. I guarantee you he won't be performing. This is going to be the down climb. He's already, he was already on the decline last season, and this is going to be uh, Tom – this is going to be Brett Favre for the New York Jets type fucking Tom Brady. Well, he is going to have much of a decline considering how he's got way better cast around him than he did in New England. Does that make his arm younger? Is he, does that make him lose uh, – does that make him not a 43-year-old quarterback anymore? Doesn't matter if you're 43 when you can take a slight toss to the side. I mean, look at Drew Brees. That guy is what 40, 41. He's still sling it. You know, I'm not saying that Tom Brady's as good as Drew Brees, but I'm saying he's got a surrounding cast that's way better than what he had in New England. And it don't matter if he has a slant. These guys are yard after catch machines. I understand that, but. Brady has a losing record in warm temper, temper uh, climates. <laughs> hey, it. if it's slants, it's PPR, bud. You get points per reception no matter where it is. Positive or negative yards, you get points. Well, you better get ready for the five-yard dump off because that's all that old man's going to be able to throw this year. Gives him a point. Yeah. It ain't going to matter, I guarantee you. So anyway, <clears throat> uh, for number four, I have Kyler Murray uh, only because – you know, they got uh, DJK and uh, Larry Fitzgerald there. And, you know, they're, they're revitalized. I think the, the coach is definitely uh, with the whole, you know, run-pass option type quarterback style that they got. Air raid. Huh? Air raid, too, yeah. And uh, it's just – I think it's the, the upper tempo uh, – it helps the team get better. I, I just think that they're going to be a lot more consistent this season. Uh, offensive line was beefed up a lot more in the offseason, and then uh, defense is actually looking better too. So I still look at them to be third in the division. Um, probably, well, hell, I don't know. It's going to be tough to say if they're going to be dead last still or not. It's They're going to be fighting, I think, Seattle and uh, – well, I think the Rams are probably coming last. So I think I think Cardinals will probably take third in the division. 
even with the, the improvements and stuff. But I'd still say they'd probably be like a wild card team with Kyler Murray at the helm if he could stay healthy. All right, my fourth-ranked quarterback is Russ Wilson, Seattle. Um, I still have him up in the top five because it's Russ Wilson. I mean, as much as I hate the Seahawks, this guy is consistently a good quarterback and doesn't seem to be matter who he has as a receivers. He's consistently a playmaker. He extends plays very well with his pocket awareness and his pocket scrambling. Uh, I got him four, and that's it. That's all I say. All right, so number three, I have Russell Wilson as well. well. I have Russell Wilson at number three on my projection. They had uh, Dak Prescott, but like you and I both discussed earlier, um, I, we don't even know if he's even going to play this season. He might yeah. hold on and not even play, so – we're not even sure he signs his tenders, so therefore can't put him in the top ten because we don't know he's going to play. So yeah, so why would we risk you know trying to project him so high and then be like, oh well, he's not even playing. There was that pick, you know. So yeah, Russell Wilson. I think you know everything that you touched on based on the fact that every year we think that okay, they're getting older, they're losing playmakers, they still manage to somehow, you know, like he he just doesn't seem to give up on his game, on the, on the team and stuff. And the team plays really well around him. So uh, Russell Wilson, definitely a number three quarterback in the, in the, in the league. Also to note that if Prescott does sign a tag, that will make him a top 10 fantasy quarterback. But now I'm going to move on to my number three, and that is Drew Brees, Saints. Why is Drew Brees number three? Because of the fact that he missed a few games last season, five, and he was still probably, what, in the top, what, 13, 14 as quarterback finishing at the end after missing, what, what was it, like four, four or five games? Something like that. Now he's back. He's probably going to have a full season. He's still got Michael Thomas. He now has Emmanuel Sanders. Still got Alvin Kamara out of the backfield. This great pass catcher and a good running back. Uh, I think when you got all those weapons and occasionally throwing Taysom Hill, he'll either do some run pass option as quarterback or Taysom Hill line side as a receiver sometimes. And I think this puts uh, Drew Brees number three. Good pick. Um... For me, I'm going to go with my number two pick, Lamar Jackson, uh, only based on the fact that uh, I don't know. I mean, it's going to probably take about another year before they completely figure out his style of play and whatever. So that's why I got him at number two. Um, he could probably be a I – mean, he, might, he might not even be a top ten quarterback by when it's all said and done because – Injuries happen all the time in the NFL, especially with running quarterbacks. So it's going to be really tough for them to keep him healthy and continue the play. But, I mean, they loaded up in this uh, offseason, uh, you know, in the draft and, and uh, free agency and stuff like that. I mean, the Ravens are a very scary team right now. If, if their quarterback goes down for any reason, then they're screwed. But um, if they can keep him healthy, 
look out. That team is going to be very tough to beat. Okay, my number two, I have Kyler Murray, Arizona. Reason why I have Kyler Murray at second is what you said before the touch base on what you were bringing up the fact that they have that air raid offense. And they did pretty well with the air raid last year. Um, towards the end of the season, they started finding the groove. Uh, he took tremendous amount of sacks and uh, they didn't do a whole, I don't think they really did a whole lot off season pick up any uh, offensive line help. But the fact is they have DeAndre Hopkins and that just, it's going to excel it even more now that they're going to pass heavy as always. Now you got D hops, you got Fitzgerald and you still got Kirk. Uh, you got a good trio there and not to mention the fact that they also have Kenyon Drake who excelled after the trade there to them. And yeah, that's the reason why I got him number two. That's good. Um, and then uh, number one, you know, of course, Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes Patrick Mahomes, whatever for me. Um, it's hard to not put him up there because he's done so well for the Kansas City Chiefs. So it's, it's just hard to take him out of the top number one quarterback. Yeah, he got injured last season, but for the most part, I mean, the kid is it's just unreal. So um, even though they did have the referee's help in the Super Bowl to win against the 49ers, still can't go against him. Yep, I definitely agree there. The refs did help them win. Uh, yes, I'm still bitter. Me but, too. Yes, I still have Patrick Mahomes as number one fantasy quarterback this year. The fact that he went down with the injury last season, mid-season, missed a few games, still ended up in the top five, I think, pretty sure. At least the top ten has – fantasy quarterback so he got a whole full healthy season under his belt for this season he's going to be number one it's going to be hard to argue that he's not going to be number one exactly so well that was our round one for the quarterbacks and uh we'll stay tuned and we'll do number two <laughs> we will be bringing up the top 10 running backs next this has been the Ben and Brian Show Fantasy Projections. Peace.